yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not going to lie. Oh, could be Wayne. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. I love it, baby. Them orange britches. Something about them orange britches. Ball hit high in the air in the right field. Going back to Sayre. And Tennessee can say hello with Column. A grand slam in the bottom of the ninth. You can't draw it up any better. We just won a basketball game, and we're very happy right now. I made up my mind. I don't expect to ever look back. I'm going to stay at the University of Tennessee. Yeah! Read it, did to do, and welcome into more important issues. It is Sunday, March 20th. It is a somber day as a Tennessee ball. We are, you know, we are going to take from some other places and, and get our victories where we can, but a season that I know no one was ready to end um, Saturday night. And it's unfortunate, man. There, there's only one winner in March, and it's, it's not always your team. Sometimes for fans like us, it's never your team. And, you know, it's not, it's tough. I, I don't know what else to say. I'm, and I'm trying not to be negative about it because March is, March Madness, the NCAA tournament is one of the hardest championships to win. And I'm definitely not going to let it ruin my outlook on this team. I know some people probably think that's soft of me, but they want this team won a championship. Teams like this don't come around often. Sometimes for 60 years almost. What was a 43? Is that what it was? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it's – like you said, the tournament's brutal. And yesterday was nothing short of other than brutal um, itself. And, I mean, it it was an effort. I wouldn't even say it's coaching. It just – your shots didn't go in. I, I think Michigan had a pretty good game plan and forced Tennessee to score inside. And Tennessee mm. didn't really have many options to score inside. And the guy that did still played well for you um, and got you some points. Yeah, it, it's it's tough. And I think that's another thing that's, you know, is it fair to criticize Barnes coaching in March? Sure. That, that's not to say I don't want him to be our coach personally, but I think it's a fair criticism. But I don't know how you can blame Friday or Saturday, excuse me, on Rick Barnes. Yeah, I agree. I mean, other than you didn't land a big man in the transfer portal, but I've been saying that since – the get-go, um, but you, you've you – like your post-play has improved. Right. I just think you ran into a tough matchup with, you know, a good defensive team that has guards that can defend you. They have length, and they have true rim protectors, not just one in, in Dickinson. Um, I know he was the dominant one yesterday, but um, D. Body was a great yeah. rim protector. I think he had three blocks in the game. So, it was tough for even – you know, when shots weren't falling – to try to drive to the rim because you have two true rim protectors sitting there waiting on you. So uh, I think just the kind of the perfect storm for Michigan. Um, and right. it just, it sucks. I'm still not over it. I'm, yeah. I just say that we have to talk about it, but we do have to talk about it. Yeah. It's, it's the worst. Um, I, I'm not, not definitely not excited about, about, what took place Saturday, I'd love for this team to be playing at least in the second weekend, maybe a little bit farther. Um, 
Yeah, and a guy like Kennedy Chandler plays a, a you know, everyone's still sitting there going, that's a NBA draft prospect still. Like there's nothing, nothing in his game even changed. Um, could have been better from three, but that's that's the whole team. Um, and, and I mean, even Tennessee from the free throw line where they struggled a lot of the year wasn't wasn't terrible. And it's really the only thing you lacked. You mentioned effort was there. You couldn't hit from three. That was it. I mean, you kind of beat them in every category besides blocks, and you got out rebounded by three, which it's not really a big deal if you're able to hit some of those shots. I mean, you're talking about if you right. hit, I think if you hit two of those, I think Tennessee wins. I know the score wouldn't indicate that now, but well, it would. It would be. No, because we went by eight. You'd, you'd need one more. You need one more. Call it but three. but but if you hit two, you're not fouling at the end to put them at the free throw line. Right, right. No, it's it's that's uh, and there were two good chances Tennessee had down the stretch to hit those two as well, which which makes that tougher. And even you mentioned if some of those shots fall, you don't need it. You did have eleven offensive rebound rebounds. You gave yourself second chance points. I thought there were some crucial rebounds that we just weren't able to get. You know, bodies on guys. It's unfortunate. Um, and then some just awful, awful over the back calls late in the second half. Yeah, I mean, officiating wasn't great, but I don't think it was necessarily great on either side. Um, right. I mean, Tennessee had 18 fouls to Michigan's 12. That it's not a fun bat. It's not a fun basketball game when the whistle's yeah. blowing that many times. It's that simple. Yeah, it's that simple. No one wants and, to watch games. It's already two like really good again. defensive teams, so it, it's going to be a low scoring affair anyway. But you know they had to make it. I think that that just drew out the game. Them having to call so many fouls, right? And and that's what's funny too about good defensive teams. You'd think you'd get the benefit of the doubt when you play good defensive basketball. You think you'd get the benefit of the doubt, but it seems the officials kind of eyeball those ticky tack ones even harder when it's top ranked defensive teams. And I feel like that should be opposite. It just should be the defenses that are lazy and, and don't always get there in time that should be punished. Not the not the stingy ones that are working really hard. And I think just all in all, some of that ticky tack stuff needs to get out of the game, but you'd think it'd be the other way around if it existed. Yes, especially in this tournament, let, let them play. Yes. Let the game be played. Yes. I will say this. And, need... uh, Go ahead. Well, I mean, you're going to say something about the team, so this might be getting us off on a tangent. I mean, is it my fault? Michigan has created chaos in this tournament. They've been a big part of the chaos, and I've been craving chaos. Well, they shouldn't have been in it. Number one, they had 14 wins, and here they right. are. Chaos. Week 16. <laughs> chaos from the get-go. Yeah. From the get-go. I just don't understand. A lot of people – and Kennedy Chandler did not deserve to lose that game. I mean, 19-9, I think that's the most unfortunate part is your team's playing well, and so is your your guy that you kind of want back for next year is um, really impressing the scouts. But um, I do want to talk about the Jawan Howard thing because, like, cool, like, thanks for hugging Kenny Chandler. I'm glad you can handle a win a lot better than a loss. I just don't <laughs> I just don't I just don't get like everybody is saying how good of a guy he is. Like 
I mean, that's what I feel like that's what you're supposed to do. Like you're a former like an NBA player, like you should that and I wasn't aware that Jawan Howard's son and and Kennedy Chandler played together. I wasn't aware of that fact until after. So it, it seems like it just makes sense. Yeah. It's not its big grand gesture. Like it seems like they were friends. It was more than just a like a respect factor. Yeah, like cool, thanks. I appreciate it. Like cool. It, it's, but, it is Jawan Howard, and he's going to carry like the legacy with him of that. So he he gets those moments like LeBron. Yeah, that's true. Like I mean, and obviously LeBron on a much bigger scale than Jawan Howard, but any gesture he makes is blown up by a thousand. Yeah, probably more than that. But let's. But it's like, what if you would have lost that game? What is your reaction? Oh. Are you still doing the same thing to Kenny Chandler? Or are right. You, are you? <laughs> Are you trying to hit Rick Barnes or Rod Clark or Justin Ganey? Like, I hope you wouldn't hit Schwartz. That would be kind of messed up. <laughs> I think hitting the the sixty whatever year old man would be pretty messed up too. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Poor guy. I don't know what else to say. I just I hate it. I really didn't expect it. Um, you know, I don't know what Michigan takes to Villanova. I don't know what that game's going to look like, but I, mean, I think looking looking back, Tennessee had a really good draw, and it sucks. Yeah, that it doesn't. Michigan it, beating us does not change that for me. I still think Tennessee had a, a nice position. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to win any game shooting 11 percent from three with the game the way that it is now, where the three-point line is such a big emphasis in the offense. You're never going to win any games. A team that played Arkansas probably could have last night. They won (laughs) and didn't even score 60. (laughs) That pissed me off, man. Well, I think like going back, Tennessee Tennessee usually gets those like – they're missing, they're getting stops on the other end. Right. But I think late in that game, it just seems like they were – like our bigs were gassed. I mean, Urosh played, what, 25 minutes? I, I think that's probably double is what he what he usually gets. And I know that was just to um, kind of put a, a body on Dickinson, but we just seen gas and didn't get those stops down the stretch like we usually get. Right. It, uh, I mean, the big – And the Scobie got realize, smothered. And I didn't realize how big of a matchup problem – Michigan's bigs brought. I mean, Diabate and Dickinson played lights out. Yeah, Diabate um, had the those free throws to to seal the game. I think he was a sixty eight percent free throw shooter on the year, and he hit at least one. I'm I was already checked out by that point. I was pretty mad, so I'm not willing to say he made both, but I know he made one. Yeah, it's just, well, Dickinson played out of his mind too. I mean, he had three right. threes in the game. I mean, I know he's a decent three point shooter, but he's right. not. He's not making three a game. Right. He he probably won't make any. He probably won't make two the rest of the tournament. Oh, that would be just aggravating, especially <laughs> if they beat Villanova, and that's the case. Yeah. Uh, I did look it up. New Mexico State shot 23% from three, but they shot 34% from the field. So, 
10% may not be <laughs> Arkansas on Saturday night. But yeah, when your leading scorer scores five points, one for five from the field, your next leading scorer is uh, one for three, you're probably best all-around players 0 for 6. Your right. sixth man is a 0 for 4. I mean, just just wasn't your your day. And it wasn't like like they, they played good defense, but we had open shots and we just couldn't connect. Oh, that and that's what's frustrating too is another thing to kind of go into the and I'm not saying don't slander Rick Barnes, slander the team. Like that's I'm not putting I'm not trying to pass the blame off on someone else. I really think it was just a night you couldn't shoot the ball. You then you like you said you couldn't get to the rim and you played a good team. I, I think there's I mean I've talked about it. Sometimes you just gotta stand up and give the other guy a hand. You mentioned Dickinson shoot, uh, going 27. Like what do you good stuff? You clap it off. But I mean the players were in the position to make the shots. Um, I mean you got to give some of that to the coaching staff and obviously to the players. You just got to knock down the shots too. Yep. So I think it was, yeah, I think it's a match of Tennessee wasn't on their best game. 11% is, is an anomaly for this team from three. And then Michigan just played really good. They, they are a hot team. I don't know if they're good and hot, but they, they played well um, Thursday and Saturday. Yeah. I mean, Tennessee, I think coming into this tournament, I think a lot of people would agree that they were probably the hottest team in the country um, over the past month. And well, well not Joe Lenardi. Yeah, and him doing that freaking victory lap yesterday of, oh, I guess they were seated correctly. And, Dude, you talk straight out of your ass for a week. But you can't, you can't say that. You can say I, – I will give him this. You can say that if Kentucky loses. But, or wins, I mean. Yeah. You can't say that when Kentucky lost. Right. Or and, and I Baylor lost. And I, well, and I don't understand him saying, yes, and Baylor lost. I don't understand him saying it's, you know, it all makes up for itself. You know, it all, which I agree with. But I also think teams should get the seed they earned. Not, they don't get given seeds. They earn seeds. And it's very clear Tennessee earned a seed over Kentucky. That's who they, that's the first team they should have been switched with. Villanova should not have been the last one in. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know how you can. I, I don't know how you take that victory lap. I don't understand it. Yeah, I mean that was just. You're a little brain boy if you take that victory lap. He, he looks like an idiot. I mean, he already Look. looked like an idiot the past week when he said head to head didn't matter, and then he said, "Oh, Tennessee lost to Villanova, which is a two seed back in November." I'm like, right. You just contradicted yourself there, bud. Right. That and uh, Joe, I, if you're an AM fan, you'll like this one. I'm I am retracting my Buzz Williams Little Boy Award and giving it to his arch nemesis, Joe Lenardi. Joe <laughs> Lenardi, little boy of the week. <laughs> what a nerd. He, he looks like a little boy. Very much looks. I don't know how he's tall a, he is. He's he looks just a nerd. Not even a good nerd. He's an very annoying. Yeah, he's nerd. yeah, he's an I'm trying to think of like a bad nerd. He looks like a cartoon, like evil rich guy. That's what he looks like. Mm, like a that usually has like a despicable me, ass. yeah, nemesis or something. Right. He's usually you know they're usually half the size of the other cartoon characters and they're real fat and. Or he's the he looks like the nemesis off Phineas and Ferb. I forget what his name is. No, Doctor. Yeah, I mean he could be a villain in one of those shows though. 
but yeah, that's that's Joe and Arnie. Java the Hut. Oh, I love Java. Don't put that on Java. <laughs> that gross dude. Uh, man, it sucks. It's, I, it's, I hate it for the players, you know, Folky. You know, I, I know he wasn't his self, I guess. Right. This season, at least consistent, consistent-wise. But, um, you know, being here for six years and that's how you have to – go out that's that sucks Kenny Chandler the same way I mean yeah those are those tears probably don't come if you I mean they, they probably come but not in that not that bad if you plan on coming back I'll say that all right interesting see I had another take okay you had the well, I had the opposite look, man that that one hurt I think if anything, that game brought him. I'm not saying it brought him back, but if it moved him, if it moved the meter, I think it brought him back. I think it does show like how much Tennessee meant to him. Means to him. <laughs> Present. Yeah, okay. Yeah. He sure. hadn't declared yet. No, I think I think a game like that is is one you want to you can't you can't revenge that game. Avenge that game, excuse me, in the in the NBA. Can we stop being Avengers? Because like we're not good at it. The Texas, the Michigan, <laughs> we are That's so true. bad at trying to get revenge on teams that beat us previously. That's true. That's true. But but Other I think Kentucky. I, I think we can the... beat Kentucky, but nobody else. Well, that Kentucky one. See, that Kentucky one difference is that Kentucky one was personal to the guys on that team. The Michigan and Kansas was Tennessee fan base. Mm. I, I do want to like run this by you and see. I don't want it like it's kind of negative, but I, I want to get your take on it. Tennessee okay. in big games, not in Thompson Bowling Arena. It's been thrown out there, I know. But away from Thompson Bowling Arena, they didn't shoot the ball very well. No. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's. I, th- I besides, think it would be, besides the SEC tournament. Yes, that is the exception of the rule. Um, and in there you play the, one good team, I guess. And I don't know. I don't even remember how good we shot against Kentucky. You you played one good team, but you played you played teams that you played another team that earned to be there. Yeah, sure, they're not as talented as Kentucky or Auburn or Arkansas, but they did beat those teams to get there. So they very much earned it. Um, yeah. So I'd still put on that level. I'd say they won two really tough games away from Thompson Bowling Arena this year. What other games, though, did they win? A North Carolina game looks better. That North Carolina win looks better. Yeah, that's true. So, uh, you know, and that that's a, um, a consolation game. I'm sure the juices, it's still MSG, but I'm sure the juices were a little bit down from the day before. Um, still had to play it, still still did it. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's totally fair um, to ask the question. I think it would only be fair to recognize how big of an advantage Thompson Boyer is. Yeah. Yeah, you can spin it that way, sure. Uh, uh, yeah. I, I don't, you know, I don't, 
I don't know what the problem is because Longwood, you played really good. Same arena. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't. It doesn't make sense of why we went so cold. I, I think that's where I'm at. Because, right. like you said, Longwood. I mean, you lit that sucker up. I know it's right. a different team, and Michigan's a, a more talented team than Longwood for sure. But I mean, you, well, were, I, just, you I, were rolling. Yeah, I don't think you can compare. I think you. I don't know how playing a different team though would change the comfortability of the arena. If you shot poorly against Longwood and then shot that poor against, I would be like, yeah, that we just right. can't shoot. Like we can't shoot away from home for whatever reason. But no, it definitely, I mean, it definitely changes playing that better Michigan team. But same arena, same backboard, same backdrop. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's uh, it. it hurts. It. I'm I'm hurting. I'm sad. I'm trying not to be mad. Um. I know a lot of people I've gotten picked on a little bit as, you know, Vol fans just shouldn't expect to win. And it's, I mean, I don't know. Tennessee has put itself in situations to have a, you know, have a chance to win. Why would you not expect it? It's, you know, if you're like, I don't expect to beat Alabama in football last year. I didn't go in expecting it. Those games I get. It's the, you know, the, the terrible Florida teams you play in football. Um, basketball when you should beat a Michigan team. You're favored in the game. Those are different. Let's be honest. Yep, I agree. Let's be honest. I'm sorry. You can probably hear how sad I am, but I'm just – I'm exhausted too and sad. <sighs> who do you lose? Just Fulkerson? Besides the transfer portal, I think you may see a couple guys, but who do you Victor lose? Ba- Victor Bailey, I think. So he didn't participate in senior day activities. So he would be transferring. I guess he can. He has. He I has mean, a six year. His COVID I year. guess he has one more year. Yeah. Maybe he does come back. I don't know. I mean, does Justin Powell come back? I mean, those those are two guys that like are would be considered veterans, I guess, and didn't really see much playing time. Right. But it, but it's it's so weird, and um, I'll, I'll get into this a little bit with with baseball too. It, it just seems like the culture is different. Yeah, e- even though those guys are competing every day, it just mm-hmm. seems like they are cheering for one another too. Oh yeah, I think whatever, and I don't think Rick Barnes has not had a team like that. Um, even the ones that didn't have this kind of chemistry. Um, it always seemed like the teams had good chemistry. Um, whether that could have been improved or not, sure. But yeah, I, I think the guys tra- the guys transferred out of the that have transferred out of the Tennessee basketball program last it's made sense. And they've gone up somewhere else to be successful. Yeah, and I think the coaches do a good job of getting them somewhere to be successful. Like I don't I don't I mean they obviously can open things up and have, you know, another recruiting a recruitment or whatever, but uh, I think those coaches are kind of in their ears too. Like, hey, this place will be good for you. I mean, Devonte Gaines going to George Mason with, or, yeah, George Mason with uh, Kim English. Yep. Uh, Drew Pember going to UNC Asheville. I mean, those and, two guys and, are all um, conference. Yeah, and winning a Player of the Year award. Uh, yeah, was he defensive? I want, was Gaines defensive, and then well, get, Pember, that, 
Maybe. Gaines would have been in another league, though. He won it, and then um, do the transfer out a couple years ago. Won the DJ award. Burns, yeah. Yeah, yeah DJ he was Burns. Yeah. In the uh, – can't remember what conference they're in. But in, the, in, in their conference. So. Yeah. No, I mean, and and I would be a little surprised with Justin Powell just because he would have to sit out unless he moved down. So that one would shock me just a little bit, only for that reason. Yeah, that's true. I I, I didn't think about that. Yeah, Powell probably doesn't go anywhere because I don't know. You should be able to get. I mean, look at Viscovi. He's not the most athletic guy, but he finds a shot. I know you didn't see that against Michigan, but it, it just seems like he finds his shot. I mean, maybe Justin Powell. I don't know. It just didn't seem to click for him. He seemed timid at times. Um, He's got to get better defensively if he wants to be on the court. Well, yeah, that's it. That's it. And when you're when and you're it's, open, it's hard to shoot, shoot well. When yes, <laughs> that as well. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I am excited so to see kind of. I would say only for that reason. Yeah, but Victor Bailey would be a grad transfer, so he could he could yeah. transfer somewhere and be eligible immediately. Um, but yeah, you, your core is back. Beside Jordan James, mm-hmm. uh, Vescovi, and unless he, you know, does go overseas and try to make some money, but with NIL, it's got to got to change that perception. Yeah, I mean, you, you can make a little bit here. I mean, his girlfriend's here playing on the soccer team, so I think, yeah. Yeah, I I just think I, I just don't I, I don't see it. Yeah, I, I don't see him leaving. Um, Ziegler, dude, I'm excited to see Adu and Brandon Huntley Hatfield after another year. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, they they got so much better in this last month. I know, you know, scoring wise, it, it, it you might not see it, but it, it just defensively they were there. I mean, I think scoring is the only thing that. Tennessee was lacking from those two. Right. Um, yeah. And, and Brandon Hunley had more than a do, I think, but a do's and, a and true then, rim protector. Right. And then pass what, I mean, just freshman problems. They could get a little bit stronger and a little bit quicker. Yeah. Really, really changed their presence down low. But that's stuff that, you know, usually when you see a freshman that comes in and does that right away, he's probably leaving after that year. So mm-hmm. it is a little bit of a project. Yeah. Yep. And then you add B.J. Edwards. Um, Urosh will be back. So, I mean, your core is there. I think it has the potential to be a really good basketball team. Yeah. I think if Kenny Chandler comes back, which that's – I like that we're talking about it, but let's be honest. (laughs) Yeah, it's probably not going to happen. I mean, I think he's – no no offense to Keon or Jaden, but I think he's a lot better than them. He's more NBA ready than them. Yeah, hundred percent. Take take away the one size factor that having some people nervous. Some teams are willing to overlook it for the skill set, but yep, they had better size than him. Hundred percent. That's all. That's all I got. So, yeah, um, I mean, it'd be, it'd be interesting to see kind of how this team rolls things over, um, because there's still a lot of good pieces from this this good basketball team. Yeah. 
I think you got some guards. I mean, B.J. Edwards is a really good prospect coming in. Um, and I, I think you probably go to the portal, see what you can get. I think a big man is still somebody that, you know, a veteran five, I think they could use one of those. Um, maybe even a, a point guard if Kenny Chandler does leave. Yeah. Because, I mean, BJ is coming in. He's, he's a good guard. But he, can he give you that production that Kenny Chandler did? I don't know. I mean, that's to be right. determined. That's that's up to that staff. But I think those two things are probably what you'd be looking at in terms of needs. Yeah, and I think, too, more than just – I mean, a point guard would be nice, but you do have Vescovi and – Ziegler, both returning. I mean, really, I think just another dynamic guard. A guy that can definitely put the ball on the floor, um, but you don't necessarily need him bringing the ball off the court. I think yeah. with those two on the roster. What, what does Meshack look look like next year? Could, could he, yeah. you know, see his way into the rotation? Uh, Dabunji's another one. Kind of interesting prospect. Olivier will be back. I forgot right. about him. Yeah. Hopefully he, you know, gets done with his injury. Yeah. Comes back. He, he was shooting on good, the court the other but... day so without the boot. So I, I guess that's a good sign. If he's out of the boot, I got to think that's a good sign. A really good good sign. Right. <laughs> Unless he was doing it on his own. <laughs> yeah. Then then maybe not. Gosh. I still can't. I should have listened to you about Houston, Illinois. That game's going to be the one that. Well, Wisconsin would have screwed me too, which I knew that was a dumb pick. I really thought Houston were frauds, though. Mm. Did uh, Iowa State end up winning? Yeah, just Let's finished. 54-49. Let's go. Oh, man. I'm going to hammer right now a lot of that under 120 and a half Notre Dame and Texas Tech, 36 to 39 with 12 minutes left. Hammer Don. Wait, Surely what did you say it what it was? 120 and a half. It's 36 to 39 with 12 minutes left. I can't think they get better at shooting on the stretch. <laughs> Not with Texas Tech and the way they play defense, right? Good thing. You riding with me or not? Yeah, I'll put some money on it. Hammer Don. Well, do you want to talk some March Madness real quick? I don't know. We didn't put it in the show. Um, yeah, we can. We're, we're you're. Uh, I think you're tied for first in our bracket challenge. I think you are. Okay. I, I did. What What did I say on the show on on Thursday? UNC is no, beating Baylor. You did say that. You did say that. Yeah, I um, I went and met some friends for a minute right before the show. It was St. Patty's Day. Yeah. So, I took, naturally, I took an Irish car bomb before the show. Naturally. So, naturally. <laughs> so, yeah, there were some, some fuzzy memories from that. But, you know, okay. you were on towards the end. I should have remembered that. Well, the um, 
<laughs> I did say the hot sign was on with Tennessee, which uh, you did. You I don't did think it's on anymore. It got, it got quickly turned off. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh! Very, very promptly turned off. That that, was, all that neon just burn out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's your fault. We'll blame it on YouTube. Somebody just unplugged it. I don't know what it was. They just need to plug it back in. I, I do take a little bit of blame because I've been all about which. I've never said the Big Ten wasn't a good conference. I just want to stop acting like it's the premier conference in college basketball. That's all. Yeah, I mean, the SEC didn't do themselves any oh, no. service in this tournament so far. But um, Arkansas is still in it. That's it, right? Wow. Auburn plays tonight. Oh, yeah, that's Auburn. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Alabama lost. Alabama lost. LSU lost. Kentucky lost. Tennessee lost. Yeah. Who's the Big Ten going to have left? Wisconsin just got beat. Michigan's it, right? Michigan State lost. Yeah, I think. Is Michigan it? Yeah, I think so. Let me pull it up, though. So, yeah, can we – my point stands. Can we quit acting like it's this premier conference? Uh, let's see. Yeah, I was out. Memphis. Oh, Memphis lost. Sorry, Arkansas. Dude, thank I'm God out. Memphis lost. Jesus. UNC, UCLA, St. Peter's baby into the round of sixteen, Sweet Sixteen. What about it? Uh, oh, Miami's up by seven on Auburn right now. I'm covering yeah. plus six, plus eight, whatever it was. Okay. Kansas probably, yeah, that's Did it. you take all those straight up, too? No, I should have. Well, no, I shouldn't have. Sorry, I shouldn't have. Because I, which I didn't want to take Wisconsin. I, I just, I shouldn't have touched that game. I didn't want to take anybody, and I just did it. It was very dumb of me. Very dumb. Um, yeah. Oof. Oof, oof. Rough. I, I've been, I've been up and down. I'm up, I'm up still overall, so that's good. But that was because of a nice parlay, too. And an Iowa State first-round win over LSU helped that. I put a lot of money on that. But, yeah, not been, not been the best. Yeah, I think a lot – I lost a lot because I had Tennessee in a lot of my parlays yesterday. Um, but I came back with St. Peter's Arkansas parlay, and it nice. hit. So, and we went about even yesterday, so – I chase a little bit, which is dangerous, but uh right. What about old Doug getting you the dub? Oh, Dougie Buckets. <laughs> Dougie Buckets, so that's what is that what we're calling him? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> sure, we can. <laughs> I mean, Dougie he Buckets. looks like every pothead in every high school. <laughs> and he's just out there stroking. Uh, Texas Tech and Notre Dame are tied now with 10 minutes left. They're just at 80 right now, though. They're not going to score 60 in the last 10. 10.55 left, sorry. We're good. What about freaking Kansas having this freaking – We we already said that they had a cakewalk. Now they get – they had Texas Southern, Creighton. Then they're going to get Providence. Then Iowa State or – and if Miami – Beats Auburn. It's Iowa State, Miami, who they're going to face in the Elite Eight. Kansas is going to win. 
I hope, because that's who I had picked. And I've lost a lot of games, so I really need a winner. <laughs> I need it to be Kansas. I think who did I think I picked I didn't even check the one. I didn't even check my other bracket. I wonder how I did in that one. Oh, even worse. I did that was Jay Billis's. I just did Jay Billis. 42%. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. I mean, after the after that Kentucky loss, wasn't there like 161 brackets that were still perfect? Wow. And I would say All- I would say some of them are probably Tennessee fans because that would be the only reason why you'd pick Kentucky to lose. True. Yeah, true. Like, hate pick it. See, I was yeah. thinking maybe that means there's 162 St. Peter's fans. That's a good point. Yeah, it could be St. Peter's fans. <laughs> that gym might fit 161 people. Have you seen it? No, I haven't. It looks like the gym at Bryan College. I've never been to the gym at Bryan College, but I imagine it's small. Or like any like Carson Newman, it's kind of like that. Gotcha. Just tiny. Yeah, that is tiny. Wow. I mean, it's smaller than the one at Carson Newman. It doesn't have the. It doesn't have the go like all the way around uh, seats. Yeah. Well, it doesn't go baseline to baseline either, but it also isn't behind the baskets. Yeah. It's a neat little gym, though. It's cute. Go Peacocks. Go Dude, Peacocks. whoever named these teams, why couldn't we get the Longwood Peacocks? That would be hilarious. That would be nice. Golly. Yeah, you're right. That would be so great. It's amazing, man. Is that an idiom? Also, I – I don't think so. I don't think it'd be an idiom. You're an idiom. Hey, watch your mouth. Um, you need to get to something, something else. March Madness is yeah. Let's talk. Let's get kind of get good news. Who, who do you no, think wins it? Has. Who do you think wins it? Like actually wins it, or who am I cheering for? Because I am cheering for Kansas now. Just who who, who do you think wins it straight up? If UNC doesn't have that meltdown yesterday, and I know a lot went into that, but it was still a 25-point meltdown. I know they won. I would I would have seriously said I think UNC has a really good chance. But I, you did pull out the win, so I, th- I think they beat UCLA. Do they beat Purdue if it's Purdue? And then do they beat Gonzaga? If it, like, I, I don't know. They still have a lot ahead of them, I think. But if that hadn't happened, I probably would have said UNC. Um, so I'm I'm kind of stuck between I'm kind of stuck between Kansas and Gonzaga. I know there's two number one seeds. I think Gonzaga, wouldn't you say Gonzaga probably has the easiest road to the championship overall? Yeah, maybe. They do got to play Duke. That's true. Who looks really good? Duke looks like they could win it. Yeah, Duke could win it. They had a um, terrible February. And they got Coach K, who's, uh, you know, he's got the magic ring of the Hobbit. So he's. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Who? All right, I'll pick one. I'm going to go. Don't go with your heart, Caleb. Go with, go with your mind. 
I would love to pick Arizona. I don't know if they beat Villanova. Okay. I'm going to pick Arizona. Are you? I think they're – and I think going back to that Arizona game with Tennessee, going back to, to Tennessee a little bit, Tennessee made – like the reason we beat them is because their big guys with elite size were in foul trouble. We could not get Dickinson in foul yeah, trouble that's true. to save our life. Yeah. Um, I like that pick. I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go on my. I'm gonna go Gonzaga. Okay. Thank I hope you. they don't. I hate watching Gonzaga play. <laughs> I hate Drew Timmy so much. <laughs> oh, but you get Chet. At least you get Chet. I do like Chet, but Timmy sucks. <laughs> well, let's. Let's talk some baseball. Let's let's get into baseballs. So I'm gonna let you get your broom out. I'm gonna have to turn my camera off for just a second. I can still hear you. Okay. So, yeah, sweep. Let's let's do some. How about it? Take that, South Carolina fans. I had some sit behind me today, and it was just so great to see us just hit back-to-back bombs to start things off. Christian Moore, Evan Russell going back-to-back. And and every time somebody would hit the ball for our team, like in the air, on the ground, or anything, the guy behind me would be like, he's out. He's out. Anytime it touched the bat. So when, when Christian Moore smoked one, it silenced him. Um. So it, it was it was just nice, and then they left in like the seventh inning. They knew Drew Beam wasn't giving up anything, so they finally just went ahead and left. Um, but man, what a performance this this weekend by Tennessee! The home runs continuing to fly. I think we hit ten on the weekend. Evan Russell had three of those, and uh, the pitching staff. Man, I know the offense gets a lot of the all the hype for you know the stats and and everything like that, just leading the nation in a bunch of categories. But, man, this pitching staff is insane. And it's nowhere close to being 100%. I got to talk to Drew Beam's dad today. And um, first of all, it likes the show, so uh, shout out. Appreciate shout out. Jason. Um, <laughs> but he, he was saying that, you know, we are coming into this season – Hoping to compete for some midweek innings. Yeah. And then seeing what happens after that. And here he is starting on Sunday for um, the number seven team in the country right now and through six perfect innings. Three strikeouts, one hit, and a hit that, oh, God. I mean, Drew, Drew Giller's going to be beating himself up. Oh, he tonight, was. Even after a win. And he made a great catch like after that. And came to and, the dugout just so mad. You me and you were texting about it. It was a tough play to begin with. Windy day, bright bright day, not a cloud in the sky. At least up here, I guess I don't know about Knoxville. Yeah, um, I mean it's just a tough play in general to make. And man, yep. It also looked like it had a good chance of getting out. It got back to the warning track. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just unfortunate. Um, but man, what I mean, it doesn't take anything away from Drew Bream's performance. I mean, no, no. just shoving it, mixing it up. You know, I asked his dad what's his like kind of max velocity, and he's like, he's hit 95 
and he was excited about 95 and i was like I, yeah i could have i would be too <laughs> right um but he was like that's that's not really his game is velocity he just sits at 92 93 this kid is a true freshman in first sec start pitching in the 8th inning starting first inning 93 94 Eighth inning, ninety three, just sitting at ninety three. Right. I mean, it and that's insane. That's insane. the th- and that's the thing too. You're a starter, sure. Throwing ninety five would be ninety six would be great, but when you can throw eight innings at ninety three, oh yeah, you're not you're not changing that out for that. I mean, that's insane. Yeah. What a, and and Drew Beam, Drew Beam's another one of those guys, and and I mean, they obviously recognize what. They thought he was going to be to this staff, and he ended up being a Sunday starter because of injuries. And now they're going to have to find. I mean, that's a guy you find a way to play. Oh, 100%. you don't let him sit on the bench. I mean, that's what his dad was talking about. He's like, "We'll see what happens," but but you're going. I mean, he's going to play. Is he a Sunday starter now? Or when? Sorry, when they, when Tidwell gets back, I don't know. But he's he's going to play on weekends. And that's what I was telling him. I was like, I mean, it, it's a great problem to have because I think Tennessee would have liked to have that problem last year when you're at Hoover. I mean, they got a great outing from Camden Sewell in that last game or that game before they played uh, Arkansas in the championship. But you needed that fourth guy to come in and and be great. And now this year you got five. I mean, you got your three now. Halverson, Blade Tidwell, and Xander Seacrest, man, he's been shoving it. Yeah. So, I mean, you got six legit SEC starters in your rotation. And then what a slap in the face to South Carolina up 10 to nothing in the ninth. And you bring in Ben Joyce, who hits 104 on the gun, <laughs> just to send your ass back to Columbia. And, and I texted you. I was like, it's, uh, and I, I, I was like, I don't know what that thought process is. It's, yeah, you like to get the game over with, but you're not trying to get out of there up only two or three runs. So I didn't know if we'd see him, but oh, I mean, I thought I was like, you can get them out of there fast in the ninth with Ben Joyson. It'll be, oh, it'll yeah. be quick. <laughs> I loved it. Um, very, just very good weekend. And uh, make sure you tune in tomorrow for Bat Flip where, well, Landon and Dylan will get into it uh, more in depth, but Tennessee, South Carolina is probably not at their best, um, program best. But this is a team that it's, it, they're still quality SEC team. They'll win plenty of series this year, and then they beat number one Texas. They won the series last week. Yeah, I mean, anybody who they thrown out there was they were getting hammered. I, I think they're pit they're. Yeah, starting pitcher today looked the best out of all of them, but that second time to the lineup, you know, after we hit those back-to-back bombs, and I think it was maybe the fifth inning. Um, let me check that. I mean, we just made it rain. Okay, it was it was sixth inning. We scored four runs in that. I mean. They had to switch pitchers, and when they did, it was over. I mean, you weren't you weren't scoring on our bullpen. You weren't scoring on Drew Beam. I mean, he just kept hitters off balance all game long. I mean, it was ground ball and 
and pop fly every single at bat. I mean, he only had three strikeouts. It's not like he just mowed them down, but he just kept them off balance. Right. And that's the that's yeah. a sign of a really good, really good pitcher. Because you know, with you know age and, and just being in a college program, I feel like that velocity goes up. But man, when you have when you're able to to fool hitters in the SEC already like that, you got something. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I'm, I'm he's a freshman, so I know Tennessee. His time at Tennessee probably hadn't been super impactful, but just what a job that Frank Anderson and the staff have done with with this entire roster. And two of those guys that are your starters are weekend starters, excuse me, are freshmen. Um, but still getting them prepared for for SEC play and, and um. Just the season in general, I mean, just a fantastic job. And I'm not hating on Drew Beam. Strikeouts are, are you know, they aren't all that matters. But, I mean, Ch- Chase Dolander is still doing his part to get the fans queso. Oh, yeah. How much queso do you get if if someone pitches a perfect game? It should be infinite. But what's even crappier is, like, you got the – you got the Moe's 10 over there, but you got to go to Cumberland Avenue to get your free queso. I'm like, dude, it's right here. Just fill me up. Just, just, they need like a gasoline thing. You just drive up yeah. and hold a bucket out. and Yeah, or like a, a Gatorade thing where I can just tap a button and just <laughs> hold that cup. Up yeah. <laughs> the fountain, get the fountain of queso going. Yeah. Come on now. <laughs> no, it's, uh, Man, this this I mean, when going back to what Cody said about this team's good, but this pitching staff is really freaking good. Um they are they are solid. Man, it would it would have been it would have been fun to see Drew Meme go the length with perfect game on the line. And he, yeah. and it wasn't even an an announcer's jink or a, a tweet jinx. Um he got through those jinxes when it got mentioned. It's just yeah. unfortunate. Hey, yeah, and, Tennessee. And still, they're still, still on top. Oh my, oh my god, that Trey Lipscomb was bombed today, four hundred and forty feet. He hits the ball so hard, and he doesn't swing like Drew Gilbert. Drew Gilbert looks like he's trying to kill the ball, murder it. Yeah, Trey just—I mean, he swings hard, but yeah, him and him and Jordan Beck have that effortless power. But man, he hit that one today. And Beck hit one yesterday that oh my Drew Beck, God. man. I was about to say Drew Beck this weekend. Jordan Beck. He just I feel like it, Jordan Beck, sorry. Jordan Beck. <laughs> yeah, just, you're you're putting them together. <laughs> they're uh, uh they, I mean I feel like they would their celebrity I like name. That, I, I feel like their Wi Fi name is definitely like their celebrity couple name. It'd be yeah. uh I, I don't know. I mean better than better than Drew Drew Beck. Um, that might be their that might that might be their apartment Wi-Fi name though. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, for starting off, not maybe where he expected to or wanted to. to he is he is coming to his own. I mean, he's and, and he's always played really really well defensively. He had another. I mean, that runner at second today didn't even think about going, and he threw that ball from so far, and it would have hit third. Didn't didn't uh, pickoff man didn't jump as high as he needed to. Yeah, the South Carolina fan behind me is like, go, 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 go. And I was like, nope, 
he don't want to go. He's seen film. <laughs> I was hoping he would. I was oh, hoping yeah. he would. Yeah. I was like, don't do it. <laughs> oh man. What about the what about uh Stevenson too getting out of that that rundown? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Dude, he's which it wasn't wasn't a good play by South Carolina, and you really don't want to make that mistake against someone who's as quick as Seth Stevenson. No. No, you had, you had your chance, and I don't. That's got to be scouting a little bit. Like you got to know, hey, guys, we're not running this kid down. So when when you get it, make sure you get it to the next base and let him slide into and out. Don't try to run right. him down. Right in. Yep. Yep. But you know the the most impressive thing I saw this week is, you know, we we mentioned the. With Cody, Tennessee's kind of issue is having runners on the base base pass. If Tennessee has runners on, it's earned. Five walks right. the entire series this weekend. Total. Five. Three on Friday, two on Saturday, zero today. I mean, it's insane. You're not getting yeah. on base unless you earn it. We're not giving that's it. a great it's a great point. It's a great point. Um yeah, and like I said, uh they, they will get they'll dive deeper into that on the bat flip tomorrow. I'm sure you're gonna wanna gonna probably have a few more things to say about this weekend, but as they carry over Butler on Tuesday, uh it's six thirty PM first pitch, and then going to Oxford, continuing SEC play. Yeah, number one team in the country now. <laughs> That's uh, yeah, Ole Miss. Let's get it. Do yeah, we see then, a? Do we see a? We got hinted maybe you get a Tidwell sighting. We'll see. That'd be and fun. Cody did act like that'd be Sunday if it did happen. So. Yeah, we'll we'll see. Um, is that a situational thing too? It's like, right. If you need the win, or are you going to work in a guy who's rehabbing kind of deal? Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll see kind of how that works out. But yeah, that'd be cool to to get him back in the swing of things. Um, Tennessee will be on the road the next two weekends. You mentioned Ole Miss, uh, Vanderbilt the next weekend. So it's going to be a tough road these next couple weekends, um, and huge when it comes to you know SEC play. Is like Tennessee does not have a favorable. SEC road schedule. Right. You got um, Florida, Mississippi State. Mississippi State, I don't know what their deal is. They're so out of nowhere. I think they scored like 20 runs on Georgia today, but lost the series. So I don't understand what they're about. Uh, But they are a pretty good baseball team and was projected to be one of the best in the country. Um, Ole Miss, Vanderbilt, you know, all those games are on the road. So that's mm. that's tough. Um, I think you got a favorable right. schedule last year, but they did you zero favors this year. So um, definitely need to, to squeak some by on these um, road trips with Ole Miss, Vanderbilt, even if you don't end up winning the series, which who's hotter in Tennessee right now? 
I'm I'm not gonna say anything because I wanted to tweet about Drew being. I'm not turning on the hot sign. Yeah, I'm not either. Um, but I wanted to tweet about Drew being being perfect so bad, but I was like, I'm not. I'm not jinxing it. I'm not even gonna say it out loud. (laughs) That's That's the smart thing to do. Yeah, they're not putting it on me. When are you gonna bring the broom to Lindsey Nelson? I'm pretty disappointed in you. (sighs) I don't know, man. That. I get there so early. I don't know. Like I, I feel like they would make they'd put me to work. Like, <laughs> I get there like an hour before. They'd just be like, "Hey, you know, you're over there." Like, you I'm you might need here. you might need to go to batting practice and sweep up some of the home run balls. Like, they had uh, Kirby out there running them down in the for the Iona game. I think maybe <laughs> yeah. that, that needs to be your. He job. was out there today too. He like had to jump over the wall to get to a ball. I think we need to play a, a drinking game the next tailgate. Be out there during batting practice, and if you got a ball your way, you got to catch it or you're chugging. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, I like that. Get the gloves out. Well, what's funny about Kirby today is, um, I saw like a little girl threw out the first pitch. I forget what her story was, so I'm I'm not gonna butcher it. Um, but she threw it out, and like he like came up to her, I like, was talking to her, gave him a high five. I saw her later on; she had a Kirby shirt on. <laughs> it was awesome. Is that what you need to wear to get the first pitch throw out? Is that? I, get, I don't know. I don't know. I like no offense to Stroll the Pearl, but if Stroll the Pearl's throwing out first pitches, I feel like I can. Get yeah, we gotta get Landon. All right, all right. I'll, I'll just I'll text Zerk and be like, we gotta make it happen. Even if it's Butler, like that would just be so. Funny. <laughs> no, I need it to be a weekend game that I can be in town. I, I want to go. I, that's okay. the thing. I want to. I'm. I'm going on a field with you, not to pitch, but I'm going to be down there. <laughs> You can go to the mound by yourself, but I'm in the yeah. dugout. There you go. I'll, I'm 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 calling in the pitch for that. Frank Anderson can sit that one out. Yeah, I'm making decisions there. Um, we do have some questions in regards to basketball. Do you want to go to those right now? Yeah, let's let's hit those questions. Let's let's do it. Okay, and we can get into some segments before um, we run too deep. So Thomas says, any ideas on who replaced Schwartz with defensive calls? You know, I don't know. I'm not sure that what that decision will look like. Do you you have anybody that is it someone on the staff or? I feel like it'll be somebody on the staff. Yeah. Um. And I don't think it's your – I don't think it's Ganey or Clark. Like, you obviously will have somebody – you know, maybe they call defensive – but you're going to hire another assistant coach. Um, and I think he's got some analysts in that he's brought in. I don't know the names of them directly. So, I wonder if it will be a hire from within unless there's just somebody right. out there. But I don't know any names. I really don't. Okay. Um, I think it is really cool that you're seeing all these coaches go and get head coaching jobs. Like, they're not leaving Tennessee to go be an assistant coach yeah. somewhere else. They're leaving to be a head coach. Um, right. So, I'm, I'm sure that's huge when an assistant comes available or, like, an up-and-comer, you know, just a grinder in recruiting. You know, I'm, I'm sure that's a huge sell for Rick Barnes. Hey, Look at Des Oliver. Look at Kim English. Look at 
Rob Lanier, Mike Schwartz. I mean, they're all doing their thing. So right. really cool to see. Um, that's the other thing. I don't think this is the first. I think it was the right spot for Schwartz. I don't think this is the first offer he's gotten. And is he from that area? I don't know. I hadn't heard that. I can I can look it up. Um, but I mean, when you look at guys that, not that I, you know, nothing against Lanier or um, uh, blanking on his name now, due to George Mason. Um, oh, that's not that's not the Mike Schwartz I'm looking for. Uh, but I mean, I got to think for them getting the offers, they've probably come his way too before. This is probably just a good fit as well. Um, let's see. He is from Los Angeles, California. Oh, Texas. Okay. Or he just said it in his – he did like a little video that said he's always dreamed about wearing the purple and gold. So, <laughs> I mean, I just assume maybe it was the Lakers. Lakers? <laughs> maybe maybe Lakers. that's what it is. I mean, I, don't know if, I guess he didn't lie. I don't know if I put – yeah, I don't know if I'd put the in front of the purple and gold that they wear, but yeah. Maybe the Lakers. That's like I just assume like, oh, okay, he's from that area. No. Well, maybe he has family from that area. That's just not where he was it has them listed as being born and um I guess he I didn't lie. Any... I mean the per- No, no. Everyone everyone's dreamed of being in a Lakers uniform. Yeah, for sure. Even even some Celtic fans have um and then we got one more if it's about kenny chandler leaving i'm not answering it (laughs) um dub himself said what were some of y'all's favorite moments from this season mine was zz debuting with villanova and unc uh folky's dominance against arizona triple j going off against south carolina and casey running the show in the tournaments um, I'll say one of mine. I was at the Arizona game, um, and that was a really great atmosphere to be a part of. So I, I think that's got to be up there for me. Okay. Uh, I mean, my favorite, very favorite moment was the the SEC championship game. I mean, getting yeah. that. I mean, the whole tournament, getting the win over Kentucky, um, getting the tournament win. The turn it was not getting that championship win was so nice because it felt like you had already gotten everything out of the way. It was like, you're kind of just putting the bow on top now. No offense to A&M, but Tennessee was hot and dominant during the entire tournament. So it just felt, felt almost easy, which a Tennessee fan probably shouldn't say that, but it did. Yeah. Print the shirts. Um, Getting the win over Auburn in Thompson was, was sweet. Would have been nice if they hadn't lost to Florida the week before. Um, Would have been real nice to get that over a number one team. Maybe you don't get that win then, but um, definitely would have been nice. Uh, the LSU win at home was was good. Um, and then, I mean, yeah, the I thought the the North Carolina game was a I thought was a game that Tennessee played really really well. I thought I thought it was a highlighting moment, even being a consolation game. Yeah. Um, I think the Colorado game was pretty cool to see Kenny Chant. Like you saw early on how good Kenny Chandler is. Um, so that was pretty cool. I'm trying to think of some – I mean, obviously beating Kentucky in the SEC tournament was really cool to watch. Um, 
I don't know. I mean, just this team just like they just bonded together. And so I think that's why I heard so much that they lost is like you saw the family atmosphere from the jump. So. Yeah, and I think uh, Tennessee going perfect at home. That was uh, yeah. getting that win over Arkansas to do it, too. What a tough win. You grind it out. Grind it out. God. Most important of the week. It's, I'm just – I'm I'm sorry I can't talk about Tennessee basketball right now. I'm sorry. Yeah, I feel it. I feel it. There's nothing against the team. It's, not, it's just – it hurts right now. Did, did y'all talk about the sheet stats? I uh, don't the, think we did. The sheet giggles with um, – So basically, like this NIL deal is giving. I think it's. I don't know what it actually oh, is. We didn't talk about that, but yes, I know what you're talking okay. about. So NIL deal of giving players in the country with the most time on the bench, the most. I guess, what did they say? Well rested players in the country. Um, yeah. Brock Jancic mm-hmm. got one of those. Um, Oh, this is just like his actual sleeping arrangements. I thought it would like give us how long he's been on the bench. Which oh, uh, gotcha, gotcha. Right. Yeah. So, no, when I, cool. I, I think that's that a, is that's cool. a great way to use an aisle. Yeah. Hundred percent. And he's actually transferring to play somewhere. Like he's putting his name. Oh, in he, is gonna, he is transferring. Yeah, and he's going to go somewhere okay. where he, you know, plans to play. But he is graduating from Tennessee. So, cool. Get that nil money yeah. a little bit, and then go play you somewhere. Yeah, Congrats. exactly. Um, let's see, sorry, I should have been looking hard for my first one here, or a one. Um. A lot of lot of stuff in my phone here. I got a stupidity. I got two or fails. I mean, I got two fails. Um, I think I read off that one from that tweet. That girl just dropped a bomb on on uh, my guy on Twitter about Tennessee shooting well. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I have most important this week. I'm sorry. That seems. I'll go home run kings. Trey Lipscomb specifically. Leads the SEC in home, in home runs and RBIs. I mean, just a monster. Oh, yeah. Absolute monster. Can you see me? <laughs> I, got a, I got another one. That's the I'm greatest picture of all time. You bought another suit? Yeah. So, it turns out I'm not a 1997 large. Um, it's a little big on me. But I like it a lot. Um, so I'm going to keep that one, and I bought another one. Okay. Yeah. God, I was hoping to put this all over the internet if we were making it to the Final Four. <laughs> you, you can save it for next year with that. Yeah. One of my favorite memories was cutting the nets in here. Yes, that was a great <laughs> one. A great one. 
Um, I don't really have any more. All right, let's get some fails in here. My first one's Joe Lenardi taking the victory lap. Oh yeah, just a not going there, but thanks. The tourney is an entity all on its own, but I am smiling. So you did go there, by the way. Just an absolute moron. Moron. Yeah. Opie sleeps uh, well. Freaking nerd. He's the worst. The worst. I love no. like like he is a predictor for, like I don't understand like what does he not kind of do what everybody else does but uses numbers like he just picks the yeah teams right I don't understand it so he's wrong like 100% of the time <laughs> 100% of the time well yes <laughs> Must be not not get paid that much and just be that stupid. So, right. Good for him. Right. Oh man, that's all. That's it. I'm just sad. I'm sorry. I'm so sad. It's not fun yeah. to listen to sad people, but hopefully you can all rel. We all are sad. So it's not just me. It's not just Landon. It's all of us. We're all sad. Yeah, Tennessee's baseball here is here to pick us up, though. Hopefully. Um, yeah. Get a huge challenge this weekend. Get Bowler, who's I think around 500 on the season. So hopefully Xander Seacrest and the rest of that pitching staff and Tennessee's offense continues to roll on Tuesday, and then heading to Oxford. Yep. Let's get sure, it. Lane, Let's get Blake Tittle in there. Kiffin, Let's get it. Yeah, Lane Kiffin will probably be there sure, too. He'll have some stupid freaking tweet too. Yeah, I'm sure. Speaking of, never mind. I'm not getting into that. <laughs> all right guys well, thanks for listening that's all i got you good yeah i'm good, Have a good <laughs> week. all right guys we'll be back tomorrow for the bat flip and then be back on thursday for the next episode of more important issues we're bringing the boat in and we out